Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yo, what's good, people? This is Trackstar, the DJ of Run the Jewels, and you're listening to the homies over at Zero Dark Nerdy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. The filthiest of the filthy! This is your boy, Brian, (laughs) a.k.a. El Nino, and today I'm joined with... Your casual genius, Mateo. And it's Jadon, a.k.a. He Who Entertains, a.k.a. The Trivia King of Greensboro. Get him. Get him. Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland Browns, Cavs, Cleveland baseball team, C-L-E. Till I die. All right. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Loki just wrapped up six episodes, correct? Six. Yeah, six yes. glorious, glorious episodes. Jaden and Matthew have not been in the studio for a little bit, so we're going to let these gentlemen, these gentlemen kick it off. Jerry, why don't Gen- you go ahead and start off? Gentlemen's. I mean, I compared it to the other two uh, Marvel shows that are out. It blew both of them away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking WandaVision is a close second. Mm. Falcon and Winter Soldier was pretty grounded. It was really cool, but it was, you know, not nearly as crazy as what we got in this show. Right, right. Um, the it, It's just amazing. You take a, a, a tiny little scene from uh, Avengers Endgame, and then you build in an entire show around one character that we already love. We yeah. already fell in love with this character. He's come back. He's died. He's come back again. And now it's it's like a time traveling adventure with Loki. It's like Doctor Who in the Marvel universe is what they're trying to do, I guess. There you go. There you um, go. So that's, it was amazing. So that's your ranking right now is Loki oh, yeah. one perfect. WandaVision. So we have to do all that. I mean, we it wasn't perfect, ranking. but it was it was better than the other two. Yeah. For sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I kind of liked WandaVision better. Mm. Um, just personal preference. Mm. Like the Lovecraft people. I there was a lot of Lovecraft people. There was a lot of Lovecraft people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I saw this already, kind of. Gotcha. And they gotcha. canceled that. So, <laughs> well, this thing got canceled. <laughs> um, and the whole Kang thing, I thought, you know, we we spoke about that. It's actually in the comic. It's two different people. Uh-huh. He, the one who remains, mm-hmm. and Kang are two different people. But yeah, it's also a good thing that they did it this way. Right. Um, I I I appreciate it that way. It just eliminates that whole thing. Huh? So can I ask by by two different people? What do you mean by that? That's two different I, characters. Amoris. Okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. In the comics, um, he who remains is not gotcha. a Kang variant okay. or anything. All right, he's just the last TBA agent. Okay, but they, I like what they did. They, mm-hmm. they combined the two. Okay. He's just another version of Kang. Yeah, it's just it's semantics. It's it's a good thing. Yeah, I wasn't as entertained as I thought I would be by. Jonathan Majors, man, I might be in the minority on that. Ooh. Yeah, probably. It was silly. <laughs> oh, it was man. it was silly. No silliness. Yeah, it was a little like you said, Willy Wonka ish. Yeah, he was. It's his last, you know, Willy Wonka. He was. It was Willy Wonka. He yeah. was giving yeah. the keys to the, the yeah, I mean, factory I, I, away. I, I, I or think trying to. We were expecting to get like a a Wizard of Oz type. Like the the man behind the curtain, but it was more Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I actually. I, I like that they did it that way, and and I'll I'll save more thoughts. For no, but yeah, in the in the aftermath of it all, it makes sense because, you know, going forward, he is going to be yeah a, a badass, as he should be. 
Um, and it would lead to all type of other things. And he's going to be in the Ant-Man and Wasp. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to put him in anything they want. Yeah. Because yeah. he's had so many iterations. And, I mean, he's six or seven different. Variants, 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 variants. Na- different names, but the same guy. Now, in terms of, you know, for a lot of our listeners out there that may not know much about Kang the Conqueror, as far as superpowers, things like that, is it pretty much just time travel? Does he have actual superpowers? Like, what does that look like? He doesn't have powers per se, but he is a descendant of uh, Reed Richards, mm-hmm. or he's his name is Nathaniel Richards, mm-hmm. and he was from the 31st century. And he got found, he got bored with what he was doing, and he found a time machine built by Doctor Doom, ah. and took it back in time. And the first thing he did was he created a, a persona called Rama Tut, okay. and he the pharaoh, fa- yeah, and yeah. he took over Egypt. But then the Fantastic Four went back in time and stopped him. There so that is, was the first iteration. There is speculation, though, that the MCU version is actually going to be a descendant of Tony Stark versus right. versus Reed Richards because the Fantastic Four isn't going to introduced until the end of Phase Four, right. and you know, technically, Tony did discover time travel, and so there's there's some speculation there, which just kind of saying it even. Gives me the little yeah. feels, I guess. So that's interesting. But anyway, <laughs> even his, well, that ties into Iron Lad, right? Well, well, right. Well, right. Well, that's another thing. But like I was going to say, even his uh, his little time twister, right, is like the GPS, right? It looks just. Oh. It, I mean, it's similar to what Tony created for Endgame. Gotcha. For but getting back to Iron Lad, like Kang has been a bunch of different people. He. I guess he, his Kang the Conqueror, who we know as Kang the Conqueror, went back in time to his, to give his younger self um, some advice to get him going on that path. And so he decided not to do that. And he became Iron Lad instead. Like a, he modeled his armor after Tony Stark and he was a good guy. But then this was fairly new. Uh, They did this, but uh, it, it all involved the Young Avengers. So, they're setting up Young Avengers for right. sure, and a, a variant of Kang could be Iron Lad on that team because all the other characters are popped up or they're going to pop up in other series. Anything else? Did I answer, <laughs> did I answer a question? <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. You did. That was good. Yeah, no. I just want to provide some insight out there for, you um, know. I, I was entertained. Yeah. I was entertained. I was lost sometimes, and sometimes I was just looking at the bigger picture, like, yo, Loki just fell in love with himself. And <laughs> Which we would expect yeah, him to do. If anyone's going to see like, that, it's going to be Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Which was cool. Um, alligator Loki was great. Oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the old man Loki was cool, too. He's dressed like Kermit. I love <laughs> Richard E. Grant as classic Loki. Yeah. He was so cool. I, the first time I saw that costume, it looks cool, but it kind of looked like kind of cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like felt. It, yeah. it, it, it goes along with the aesthetic of the old exactly. comics. The, the old gigantic characters. horns. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Yeah. So and cool. the, what was the giant cloud thing? Elias. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was, that was pretty rad. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. If I had, Oh, so you're, you're so what's your ranking then as far as, so right now it's going to be WandaVision. So where where yeah where's your yeah WandaVision Loki close then, close second okay and then way down the line <laughs> Winter Soldier <laughs> okay all right I like it I like it um, I, I know, would recommend everybody there is a, a a person I follow on Twitter his name is Dragonfly Jones I love and, that name and a lot he's he Some does. Money. He does a podcast on uh, Colin Cowherd's new 
platform or whatever. And he gave, it's it's not politically correct for me to say the name that he gave to Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I would encourage everybody <laughs> to go on Twitter and search <laughs> Dragonfly Jones and look at a tweet from the last two or three days and see. And uh, he calls Winter Soldier Robocop arm and he calls Falcon something else, but I'll let you guys do the search. Very funny. <laughs> Robocop arm. <laughs> Uh, you know, I can go ahead and say the performances I thought were really, really good. Uh, Owen Wilson, I thought, was fantastic as Mobius. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why you... That was <laughs> that good. See, I, I'm alley-ooped. He brings it home. He brings it home yeah. on that one. I was expecting that. I was like, someone better do the wow. I love Owen Wilson. That is a... Yeah, you got to clip that out. Yeah. And, and, you know, to be honest with you, we really haven't seen him in a while either. So this was like a kind of refreshing look at Owen Wilson doing this character. And, uh, you know, the whole jet ski thing. I'm glad that they, and of course, as always, spoilers ahead. Uh, you, you know us. We've been doing this for four, almost four years now. Always spoilers ahead. Talking about jet skis the entire time. And then when he goes, maybe in a past life I had a jet ski. And then that's when he got pruned. Pruned. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, God. You know they plucked him from the 90s right off a damn jet ski. You know <laughs> He was supposed to crash and didn't, and then they were just like, all right, you're coming with us. To me, I, I would think of it more as like a wedding crashers, Owen Wilson, that they plucked out of <laughs> <Yes>. there. <laughs> and then Vince Vaughn somewhere in the background. <laughs> but a uh, great performance by Sophia Martino as Sylvie. Uh, just like Jadon mentioned, Richard E. Grant, classic Loki, I, I thought stole the show, especially against their war against Eliath. Yes. Right? Okay. And then uh, Tara Strong, big shout out Tara Strong. Yeah. We don't physically see her, but the smoke show herself, Miss Minutes, was fantastic. And then that whole kind of twist at the end, because she's known what's been going on this entire yeah. time. Mm -hmm. She's like the uh, uh, Jarvis to Kang. Right. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Jonathan Majors, I, I did like him. I, I wasn't like, just like Matthew said, I wasn't completely, I did get more of a, Harry Potter, not Harry Potter, uh, Willy Wonka vibe for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the jokester, the prankster, but he is kind of a jokester and prankster in some of the comic books I've seen. So I can see that segue and then we'll see what happens. But yeah, he didn't blow me away from that. Most importantly, I mean, to me, this is what leads right into the multiverse. Mm -hmm. That I think that's the most important takeaway from the Loki series is everybody's like, oh, well, how are we going? How is this going to happen? Now we know how it's going to happen, and it literally just happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the ending with, you know, Owen Wilson or not Owen Wilson, Mobius being like, who are you? What's your name? Not recognizing, especially mm -hmm. after their brotherhood bond that they had for they all those so episodes. They were so tight a minute yeah. ago. <laughs> you know, then just gone from the memory. So that's that's my rating on it. If I had to grade the three MCU, uh, MCU shows so far, I would probably have to go WandaVision first, especially for nostalgia reasons. Loki second, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. I wouldn't say as far as Matthew said, but to me, what I really loved about Falcon and Winter Soldier is it dealt with more of the aftermath of what happened after the blip with right. people being dislocated, displaced. Because, you know, obviously with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, they kind of just looked over that. It was like, well, oh, it was well, these kids joke. are back in high school again. Mm -hmm. Right. Or it's, even Aunt May, like, I came back and somebody was in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, how funny is that? Right. And it dealt with more of the issues which would have happened. And that was one of the biggest things with the whole thing happening. It's like, oh, my God, insurance companies losing their mind, people being displaced, their homes. You know, they're gone five years. I think if you're missing, you're declared dead after, what, like a year or something like that? So um, Don't know, but... 
they probably yeah. So that that's that's what I liked about it. And I still thought it was a good show. Back. No, nobody does. I mean, five years that's that's <clears> forever. So that's uh, that's my kind of uh, and then we'll go over grades here in a little bit. But that's my ranking as far as one, two, three so far. And I mean, at the end of the day, there are still three solid hits. No, oh, yeah. In, in my opinion, I you know I really liked all three. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I think that you know none of us have talked about Tom Hiddleston yet. Mm-hmm. We've been going for a while. I, I'm not sure that there's a better actor in the MCU, a more versatile actor. He does the drama component of it. He does sort of the, the physical comedy acting. Um, he's he's likable. He's despicable. Uh, he's Loki. And I, I don't know if a character in the MCU, maybe Tony Stark, but outside of that has made a, a bigger transformation from sort of who they were. You know, obviously Tony was self-absorbed, arrogant, and at the end he makes the ultimate sacrifice over this 10-year journey. I think Loki, in a very similar way, he made the ultimate sacrifice at the end. He could have had it all. Mm-hmm. He could have had the Infinity Stones. He could have had the gauntlet. The paperweight too many. He could have. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'll get back to yeah. that in a minute. He could have basically ruled everything and he made the ultimate sacrifice love um to do in his mind what he thought was the right thing so if you kind of think about character progression and the way that it's happened i think that the loki character has has progressed very similarly to the way that uh you know the tony stark character i think tom hiddleston is a, is a phenomenal actor i think he gets very sort of underrated in this whole thing at the end mm-hmm. because of the jonathan majors there we go Pop. Yeah. <laughs> the the jonathan majors reveal in in episode six i think episode five was some of the best stuff that marvel has ever done with all the, the the Loki variants and Easter eggs for just, days, yeah, all I mean, the over Easter the place for days, just you know, basically Loki and Sylvie, who is a Loki that doesn't want to be called a Loki because she's sort of her own thing, coming to really save the the day. Now, let's get into Jonathan Majors and his performance in in my overall. Um, thoughts on King. I think one thing that's really important is, and we've talked about this all the time, I am not a comic book nerd. I didn't read comics as a kid. I mean, I collected the the comic book baseball cards. You remember when they had Oh, I've got those. They they So I did, and that's sort of what got me into it. And then obviously the MCU and some of the Saturday morning, the animated series and things like that. But so, so my perception of all of this is it really comes from a place of, I, I'm I'm sort of a uh, an aficionado of the MCU itself, and not necessarily of, of comics. So I will say that I thought Jonathan Majors was phenomenal. Like I I thought he was so good in that little twenty or twenty five minute span that I actually want to go back and watch Lovecraft Country. I went and watched some interviews that he had with Jimmy Fallon this week, and just to see you know, kind of who he is and how he is. I thought he, I think he is a phenomenal actor. I think he played the version of Kang that's been sitting in isolation for millions of years that is now just a little wily and crazy. And, you know, and he was, he played it to a T. So I'm very excited about Jonathan Majors, what he brings to the MCU. And I think 
something that can't be overlooked is Kang is terrifying. He's so terrifying that he is afraid of himself. <laughs> he point, did everything he did because he was so afraid of himself and what other versions of his, himself can do. And to put it in perspective of how powerful Kang actually is, you talk about if he has like superhero powers and all mm. that. Think about what Thanos had to do to get the Infinity Stones. Mm. Kang could have just given them to Loki like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wiped out Thanos, made put, put Loki in charge, Sylvie in charge. This dude is so powerful that the greatest threat that we've ever seen in, 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 in comic book cinematic universe is a, an ant that he just steps on with his boots. So I am, um, man, I'm excited about what this brings. I'm excited about all the potential that this now that we see with the multiverse. Um, you know, I'm not super excited about how scary that Elizabeth Olsen has said that um, Doctor Strange, too. Doctor Strange is because I don't. <laughs> we know like, you don't like scary movies. I don't like scary, <laughs> but it's just it's to the point now where it's like, like it goes beyond Marvel. Don't miss like Marvel yeah. is they're just they're doing everything so well that nothing else even really matters. Like nothing will ever. This is like the golden age for us. Yeah. Like we're going to think back on this 20, 30, 40 years from now, there's going to be a 10 or there's already been 10, but like a 25 year period of a cinematic history. Cause eventually like all things, this will sort of fizzle out and you know, sure. it'll, it'll be tough, but there's going to be a period that we all look back on. And we were just like, man, like we think about the year between infinity war and Endgame. like there's going to be more of those. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like you're the, just Jones in the entire yeah. year, and they're doing dynasty. They're doing it so much better now than they were even four or five years ago. That the the, the best is is ahead of us, and you know you have all these different characters that are coming. You talked about the the, the laying the groundwork for the Young Avengers that the the normal kind of everyday fan doesn't even know some of these characters that have been introduced, like the Falcons replacement, mm -hmm. like. Um, the Patriot, uh, Eli Bradley, Eli Bradley. Mm. you know what I mean? Like there's all these characters that are now being peppered. Billy and, and Tommy. Yeah. Being peppered and sprinkled around. So it's like, man, like we're in for some fucking shit. Like the Eternals, <laughs> like the Eternals is going to be fucking amazing. Spider-Man's going to be amazing. Everything. We're going to get. What's next? Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi's yeah. next. That's going to be amazing. Um, so anyway, I, how do I rank it? Loki, I think, is some of the best stuff that Marvel's done. But what I would say is I, I would put it actually equal. I would tie it with WandaVision. Okay. And, uh, and, and let, me, let, me say, yeah. let me say why. WandaVision was so different, mm -hmm. especially the first four or five episodes. You know, towards the end, it started to kind of come back into kind of the MCU, but it was so different. Those first four or five episodes that you were watching something that you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And it was just mind blowing. And we hadn't had anything for a long time. So sort of the emotional attachment of the way I felt when I was watching Wanda, you, you can't replace that. Falcon winter soldier was just more straight 
traditional. Right. It was a movie. It was a Marvel movie that they split up in six episodes. Yeah. Loki was a little bit of a combination of the two, right? A little bit more traditional Marvel stuff, but they were doing some things that they've never done before. There's actual acting chops that are being displayed in the show. You know, in in a, in 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 a way that in a lot of the Marvel properties, acting doesn't really matter because the story and the content drives the the production value of it so much. Tom Hiddleston was great. One person we haven't even talked about, and I'm not even I'm gonna, I would I would murder her name if I even tried to say it. But Ravana Renslayer, mm-hmm. like That's she's got a she's got a whole fucking thing going on there where you know in the comics she's got a relationship with Kang. Like she's so mysterious. Like she's gonna be some kind of a bad person turned good at some point i think as well so and this was um, a judge correct yes, yes. judge yeah. renslayer <laughs> from fremont ohio everything comes back to ohio i mean it just everything comes back to ohio charles woodson went to fremont ross by the way so anyway 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 uh so i would put them equal look i really like falcon winter soldier but it just doesn't even doesn't even stack up to what these right. two two are so i don't know I'm really excited for what we have in store for the future, and I'm really excited about everything that um, the, the precision and the thoughtfulness with which Kevin Feige and really that whole group are are really kind of they're just laying the groundwork, peppering things in. We're gonna go back. 10 years from now, we'll come back, we'll watch this. There'll be things in there that we, you know, major characters that like like Eli Bradley, yeah. like, you know, some of these other folks that uh, it's just gonna be really important. So I loved it. There we what go. were some of your favorite moments from the full series? Good question. I, I, I loved when all the Lokis were battling each other. Yeah. At, <laughs> In the little at, bowling alley? At, uh, yeah, Kid Loki's uh, lair or whatever yeah. the hell it was. So, Did you notice his throne was like a Santa? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Candy canes and shit around it. <laughs> You know what do you expect from a kid? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, uh, yeah, that was that was one of my favorites, and everything leading up to that as well. You know, because that's when we saw the Thanos copter, and oh then you go God. down and you see everything, and then who was it in the little jar? That was Throg. Yeah, the, the okay. Frog that Thor. was Thor turned into a frog okay. trying with, to get with Mjolnir. Mjolnir All right. right there. Right? Okay, I was wondering because that was the one thing I was like, shit, I missed that, and I was trying to go back and like do some research. So that was the only thing I didn't do. Research and they said on. Chris Hemsworth actually voiced it. I could too. totally hear it when I, <laughs> when I saw it because he's like, and you could. It was totally him. But yeah, that that was definitely by far one of my favorite. I moments. would say my favorite part was, you know, you go through this whole mind fuck. And, and really trying to wrap your mind around this multiverse and what it means and how it's going to work. And, you know, the rules of time travel are different in the MCU than they are in sort of the traditional a la Endgame when they talked about it, you know, so it's not like Back to the Future. But, you know, when when Sylvie stabs Kang and he just kind of looks at it and goes, see you soon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, even dope. again, even saying it right now just kind of gives me like this motherfucker is... Like he's going to be around for a, a minute, and in mm-hmm. in you know, no I matter think, no matter what happens in Ant Man and the Wasp three, right. like no matter what happens, he's going to be along. Like for he's a so long bad time. that they may somehow bring back Thanos to like help <laughs> them fight him. Well, you know, like that's yeah. that's it a happens potential. in the comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like this dude is. And you then know, they showed the timeline rippling. Yes, mm-hmm. right after he. Yeah, that was that was very Just, cool. You know, with that little grin on his face. See you soon. I had told you. <laughs> I just finished telling you. I loved uh, my favorite moment was like you, you mentioned earlier, but all those Easter eggs in episode yeah. five. Yeah. 
holy shit uh, the title of the episode even journey into mystery that's the first comic uh, journey into mystery 83 was the first appearance of thor okay and then journey into mystery 85 was the first appearance of loki mm. And so that was the name of the episode. Nice. And then, God, it was littered. You saw Ronan's ship yeah. crashed. Yep. You saw the giant yellow jacket helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thanos copter from uh, Spidey Super Stories 81, 89. Mm. Damn. <laughs> and then um, that shows back up again in Thanos and Deadpool. Too, yeah, right? yeah, 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 it does. yeah. No, he's totally making fun of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for having the Thanos copter. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you saw Throg. You saw... Red Skull's little missile ship from um, Captain America First Avenger. Yep. You saw uh, Kang Tower instead of uh, Avengers Tower. Yeah, right. Kang, spelled Q-E-N-G, mm-hmm. is uh, a corporation by Kang. Like, that's Kang's future corporation. Mm-hmm. You saw Ecto, or <laughs> Ecto. You saw Kid Loki drinking that Ecto cooler. Oh, yes. <laughs> And uh, hold on. Earlier, uh, when they when they were in the uh, cafeteria, mm-hmm. um, uh, Mobius was drinking Shasta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still. I serve remember that. that. It had. Yeah, it had. That was the Coca Cola. Like, uh, no, not Shasta. But it's like it's got ginseng. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, the Polybius uh, video game cabinet. Yes, that was uh, a big thing. It was said to be a mind control video game put out by the Pentagon that was in kid Loki's little layer, the USS Eldridge. That's the whole Philadelphia experiment where they tried to, it, it was said that they were making a cloaking device for a, a battleship and that's where the battleship popped in. Oh no shit. Okay. So it disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, there was a, uh, crashed Hydra, uh, Hydra helicarrier from Captain America yeah, winter yeah. soldier. It even had the red Hydra logo on it. It was dope. Like that was my favorite part. Just I was like, oh my god, there's something. Oh god, oh god, oh god, look at that. Oh god. I gotta rewind. I gotta rewind. How long did it take you to watch that episode? I just oh. need to know. Oh, I watched it. Well, not <laughs> long, but I watched you it rewatch like it five times. All right, that's what I, I meant watched. To say. I watched yeah. a couple videos. Yeah. Afterwards, that kind of broke down with Jerry. So that's why I'm sitting here going, "Yep, yep," because <laughs> I watched somebody else tell me. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, and the and the statue of the Living Tribunal's head. I saw. Okay. So we may see that. I really liked uh, Sylvie. She was great. She was great. Um, I I actually went into it thinking that I wouldn't. Um, yes, same. Yeah? Because, mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know. There's been a lot of backlash ever since, like, Black Widow. And they're putting all these women in certain roles. And it was... It's stupid. It is so it's, dumb. It's I mean, I remember stupid. seeing that in Endgame when it was like, oh, then we got to have all the girls team up. It's like, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, I thought it was rad. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, all of that coming from Black Widow and then into Sylvie. And, but she was great. Like, really, mm-hmm. really great. And that the whole thing about him falling in love with himself. I got to mm-hmm. go back to that. Like, it's, it makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> and she, she's great. She didn't listen at the end, though. No, she didn't. Well, she was determined. Oh, yeah. That was that her, was her agenda. Plan, like, mm-hmm. years-long plan to mm-hmm. take out whoever was at the top. Women be shopping. Women be shopping. <laughs> shopping. <laughs> Is there anything you didn't like? I already said. I, uh, Willy Wonka was too Willy Wonka for me. <laughs> but I didn't like that uh, the whole thing, the whole plot point where Sylvie sent all those... Uh, uh, 
pruning balls or whatever yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They dealt with that pretty quickly. Real quick. Like, I, we never saw them even deal with any of it. No. So I didn't like that. And then the crappy mid-credit scene. Yeah, I would say that would be the one thing that I didn't like, that there was no mid-credit scene for the last episode to tie it to either Shang-Chi or maybe Multiverse of Madness or Spider-Man or something. Right. Right? Like, there was, all they did was the, you know, see in season two stamp thing. So I was a little disappointed with that. I'm not going to lie. Well, I was disappointed with it, and then I started reading up on, you know, there was a completely different way the last episode was going to go. Like, Kang was just going to be the post-credit scene. Oh, gotcha. And it was going to be them against oh, King, glad they King didn't do that. And they yeah. could possibly do a whole thing because, you know, they redid the re the end credit scene to WandaVision showing what right. looks like Doctor Strange coming Floating down. down. So they, they could, could possibly, yeah. in a couple months from now, come down and redo the whole thing. Well, I mean, it was multiverse, so you never know. Hmm. But it was, it was going to be like them against another Loki, like a Loki was in charge or a proxy for still a proxy for Kang, but yeah. it was another Loki, but they just killed that and decided to bring um, Jonathan majors in. And a lot of that happened because of COVID because they shot some of it and they had to stop. And then at that point they were like, man, we should do this. It would be way cooler. And then they did that. Gotcha. But I think that's why we got such a crappy mid credit scene because it was going to be, awesome and then they were like fuck yeah. it let's just put him in and I'm this is unprecedented I'm they, glad they did it that way they yeah. debuted a giant level villain in a tv show yeah yep that's going to be around for a while so they've got some real faith in disney plus oh they sure. do they do so so speaking of which and i think this is a great segue for it the what if series coming out next i believe it's, oh my god uh, i can't wait middle of august beginning of august your boy's got most of the what if comics I, I, know, have, I, I don't that. have all of them, but I've got most of them. I've loved those. The I've loved those since I was a kid. You know, this is um, uh, Chadwick Boseman's last performance. Yeah. Yep, as yep. T'Challa. Yeah, it's August the 11th, so it's and it's th- ten episodes, three weeks from. That this tells me they're going to be short, though. If there's ten episodes, they're not going to be super like four right. right. I'd, I'd say probably thirty minutes a piece. And you know, for those of you out there that may not have seen the previews, I don't know what you got going on. I mean, there's everything from T'Challa really being uh, Star Lord, Killmonger being uh, Black Panther, pretty Rescu- much rescuing Tony Stark at mm-hmm. the beginning of Iron Man. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, Thor mm. being humble by himself, not getting Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Meow meow. Yeah. You know, not having that taken away from him and actually being humble on his own. Uh, Miss Carter, who ends up, you know, not Miss Britain, but Miss Carter. Captain Carter. Captain Carter. Carter. Captain Carter. That's it. And uh, and a few other stories in there. So there's one where Steve Rogers is Spider Man. Yes. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. There's one where Steve Rogers (laughs) is Spider Man. (laughs) Shit. I mean, hey, anything's possible. So, of those stories coming out next month, and this is, and they already said flat out, like, this is going to be a direct result from the whole multiverse thing happening. Hmm. Now, how they tie into the movies moving forward, we don't know. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular story that you guys are looking forward to in the What If series? And if not, just from you, based on the comics that you have, which one would you like to see? Ooh. Uh, Well, (laughs) What am I looking forward to seeing? Mm-hmm. Um, Star T'Challa, Star Lord yeah, is going to yeah. be amazing. A whole different take. Um, I like the part in the trailer where it's uh, it had the uh, the iconic shot of the Avengers, and then there were and then it changed into like Thor and the Guardians. Yeah. So yeah. I think that they might come and come together and instead in that episode. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm really looking forward to. And then like oh, the Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's just going to be a thing anyway. Yeah. And then uh, the Marvel zombies. I can't wait to see that. Oh, God. That's going to be really good. I'm into all of it, you know, and that's sort of a a cop out. But I mean, at this point, like. It's almost like you can't go wrong. We're putting out a box of dog shit. Everybody, (laughs) I'll be like, yo, let me pre-order my ticket. (laughs) You know, so I mean, they have me. In the same way that they have almost everybody at this point where it's like there's just so much faith that not only is it going to be entertaining, but it's also going to be good. And somehow it's going to tie back to the larger story. It sounds like some of this stuff may actually be be canon, Mm -hmm. right, where Mm -hmm. it's actually going to tie back to the storyline. So, I mean, at this point, they're hitting on all cylinders. So I'll give a a, a bullshit answer and say all of it, but it's the truth. I got to go with Marvel Zombies. I'm fucking hella excited about it. Mm. One of my favorite series. I, I've now crossed over to the Deceased series. Deceased. Yeah. Big so fan good. of that for our DC fans out there. It's, it's very similar to Marvel Zombies, but different storylines, different variations. And what I love about the Deceased covers is that they're based on other horror movie posters. Mm. So it's, it's a nice take on it, but I've always been a fan of the Marvel Zombies. I have a... Uh, Army of Darkness versus uh, Marvel Zombies, or and I think it's Ash versus. Yeah, yeah. there's 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 so many of them, but I'm really 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 looking forward to that. Deceased is really really good. Yeah, um, I want to see when they slot that in because it's supposed to be a variation of each movie. Like, right, where the hell is that going to show? Right, like when people are snapped back. I don't know. Like, but it looked like when the zombie cap was he was fighting Bucky with his Wakandan arm. Yeah. So it's got to be after Endgame, yeah, or so. or uh, Infinity War rather. I want to see the um, the Tony and Killmonger. Yeah, that, that that's exciting to me. Yeah, it's completely different. I'm really excited to you know get back and hear Chadwick. Yeah, in his role. Same, Having, and I know, mean this this will be the last time we we hear him. Yeah. I mean, besides obviously rewatching stuff, but his last performance, I did not know that until they announced it a couple weeks ago. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we miss you, Chadwick. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we lost a, a hip hop legend this past weekend. Biz. RIP to Biz Marquee. So, oh. yeah, not, not, been, not been a good year so far as far as, you know, DMX and Shock G. Oh, we, we've lost some hip hop legends. Gift but, again. Yeah. Yeah. So. On a lighter note, we love you. We love all of you. We want to make sure you're doing all right. Make sure you, uh, you know, like, subscribe, comment, follow. Everywhere across the board, we're on all social media aspects. Be sure to check out the website, popculturepodcast.com, and uh, hit the contact us form. Let us know what you want to hear, what you enjoy, what you don't like. We're always trying to progress, get better, make sure that we're entertaining you. And, of course, big thanks to our friends over at Zibster for the website. That is Z-I-B-S-T-E-R.com. And on behalf of everybody here at Zero Dark Nerdy, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. Bye. Yeah. Victory. And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.